Decoding Learning Differences with Kimberlyn Lavelle, and this episode is Decodable Fun with Sue Marshulo. She is um, a great guest. She wrote a couple of books that your kids are going to love. Hot Chips, Mad Fish, and Other Tales. Uh, the newest one, Bed Hog and Other Tales. And can, t- can 10 pigs fit in a tub? So as you can tell from the art, if you're watching the video, they are silly. They are fun. Um, if you are listening, trust me. But also this might be one where you want to watch the video to see some of the stuff that she shows during our conversation. You're also going to want to get these books, so see the link down below because they're so cute, um, especially for struggling readers or any new readers. They're they're very simple reads, um, and they kind of go in order of complexity as I talk about with her in the in the podcast. But they're all really simple, so they're they're great for early readers that need a lot of extra practice. Enjoy. Hello, Sue. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, you for having me. I'm so, so excited. I reached out because you write these adorable little decodable graphic novels um, that are also wonderfully illustrated by someone else. But yes, we wanted to reach out and share. I wanted you to be able to share a little bit about these great books and about yourself. So can you introduce yourself to everyone, tell us some background on you and how you came to write the books and all the things? Okay, great. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, my name is Sue Morishulo, and I'm retired now, but I was a um, special education teacher and also a, a reading teacher. I worked with a lot of kids who were struggling readers um, with dyslexia and uh, whatnot. And I was always, um, I worked with a, a balanced literacy school. And thankfully, they sent me to get trained with Wilson Reading, which is an Orton Gillingham approved program. And so I would pull my struggling readers, do the Wilson Reading with them, which was great. And they were progressing beautifully. And then we would go back to the classroom and we were asked to. Um, We asked the children to select from leveled readers, which are not decodable at all. And my my students would really struggle a lot, as would other students who were not even identified as being uh, dyslexic or whatnot, but they just weren't being taught a systematic way to learn how to read. Um, It was just like, let's immerse these children in like, cozy little areas with little lamps and whatnot and they'll just fall in love with books and it really wasn't working at all it was really a a nightmare so what i would what i started to do was pull a lot of decodable books and i saw that a lot of them were like not really all that intriguing for them um a lot of them looked very uh like babyish I was told not to use that word but I don't know what other word to use <laughs> they look ba- they look babyish and I and I just didn't 
it, it just wasn't cutting it. So I started writing my own little stories with like my, my stick figures because I cannot illustrate for anything. And uh, that really, they really liked those books and I would photocopy them and we would read them and laugh. And that was the way that we went for part of the time, but a lot of the time they were using those leveled readers and not progressing the way they should have progressed. So um, I always knew I was going to write a book because um, I, I knew that there was such a need for um, these books, but I didn't do it as soon as I retired. It took me a little bit of time because I was like, what am I going to do for an illustrator? Oh my goodness, it's going to cost me a fortune. I don't know how to do this. And then um, I, my, my middle son is a, um, a wrestler, a professional wrestler with um, AEW. Of course, I have to brag. There's his little action. <laughs> That's my boy, Trent Beretta. So a lot of his um, uh, followers on social media, a lot of them are artists and they draw these little adorable cartoons of Trent and all the other wrestlers. So I started, I reached out to one of them who I really, really liked and her name is Mango. You could see down here. Well, well she she changed it. It's Mango, Mango You, but her name for short is Mango. And she said, I never did a book. And I said, you know, I never illustrated a book. I said, well, neither did I. Let's go on this journey together. And we did. And we are having so much fun. It's just, it's just great. It's working out really well. So that's how um, that's how I got started with um, my writing. And it's been a great journey with her. Every day we text back and forth. She'll send me the art. And I, I just like... I love it. She's she's wonderful. She's she's yeah. a wonderful uh, artist. So yeah, the the illustrations are really cute. Um, how do you get like ideas for for what the story will be? Oh well, I decided to make um, the main character. This this actually is my son. Oh, the way she drew him. And this is actually his dog. Um, where's my Bud? Bud is his dog. Uh, we call it, his real name in real life is Bobo. So Bud, here's Bud. That That's my son's dog. Um, here's a picture of the original Bobo. Aww. And here's a picture of the cartoon that got me excited about contacting Mango. Sorry, I'm a, I'm like a hot mess and I always am. Where is it? So there's the cartoon picture of um, oh. my son Trent. In the book, his name is Pat because it had to be um, decodable, you know, Pat. So um, I had to pick a name that was, you know, Trent was a little bit more advanced and I couldn't have that name. So the ideas, a lot of them come from um, looking at a list of words from my Wilson book and trying to figure out how I could make a story from these limited amount of words. Um, a lot of them are real life. Like for example, the one where or is it okay? This I'll go back to Bud again. So 
There's a tug of war with a sock, a real life experience, easy words, tug, um, bud, I'll go through this quickly. Bud gets in the mud, okay? Gets all dirty. Cat gives him a bath. Real life experience. I have dogs. <laughs> gives him a bath. And then what's going to happen? We all know what's going to happen. Bud's going to escape. And get right after the bath, nice and clean. And he's going to go <laughs> and indulge. So a lot of them are just like real life experiences that you could take and make into a story um and a lot of them are just like made up out of my head um the one with the uh there's a there's a tunnel story where a tick and a tick and his buddies they they tell the tick that he's not included because it's like a, it's like um, teaching like don't bully include your friends so a lot of them are just like themes like that i kind of think are important for children to learn about um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's where I get most of my ideas from. And they're all basically, like, most decodables that I've seen, like, they get progressively harder. These ones feel like they're all at the same level. They, well, yes and no. They get okay. slightly, there's a slight, um, in the first one, there aren't many, um, words with blends, like, oh, like like sled like you know the 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 blending of the consonants the sl like there aren't like that right um many blends in it um i start adding in book 2 which is the um can 10 pigs fit in a tub i start adding more blends and then in book 3 even more blends than that um the current book that i'm working on book 4 will have two closed syllables okay um, I'm advancing to that picnic basket. It's gonna be like doing the scooping, but uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. So so it's a, it's a slight it's a slight difference, very slight. I, and I I kind of felt like there was a need for many um, books at this level, so I didn't want to rush it either because I think that it's um, a challenge to find just CBC books. I agree. So, I think. Um, I was also a special ed teacher for a long time and that was always my struggle. And it's funny, like no one ever trained me on Wilson or anything else. We were a balanced literacy school, but I didn't even know that we were a balanced literacy school. I knew that I had used phonics when I learned how to read. So right. I went looking for phonics books to teach my kids how to read. And there was, it was hard to find. They had huh? these little readers that were yes. phonics, but it so quickly progressed. Right. So I was like, well, I need them to read this level again, but not this exact same book because they've actually, this kid especially has a really great memory. They've read it once. They've got it memorized. I need them to right. keep practicing this level. And that was always so hard to find things right. that were decodable, that they could read. That wasn't me writing everything out. So yeah. And these are just right. so cute. So oh, thank I, you so I much. Those. Um, thank you so much. It's a lot. It's a lot of fun. Um, it's a lot of fun to write them. And then um, what's really so exciting is when someone will say something so sweet that the kids are loving it or whatnot. It's just like, oh, it's just, it's it's really a great little journey to go on. I'm, yeah. I'm very excited about it. Um, 
Yeah, so I'm going to stick with the probably I'll stick with the um, two closed syllables for quite a while, and I'll do probably book book four, five, and six, so that there's a a collection when they're just learning about two closed syllables. And again, I'll probably increase the amount in books um, five and six. So there's only a few in book four, and I'll keep on adding more and more. And and it, it's hard to find these, to, to look at a list of words and then come up with, with a story. It's it's not easy. Yeah. Like I've written so many that I'm just like, oh, that's terrible, this story. So that's, so I'll either work on it, revise it, fix it up, um, or I'll just like get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it it is the most challenging part. And so that's I always appreciate when there's resources where I don't have to write it myself. It's there. <laughs> um, and especially with the really cute illustrations that I also feel like these, unlike a lot of materials that you get in like programs and stuff, these are ones where like you can hand it to a kid who has those skills and they can mm -hmm. just be excited to go and read it on their own and feel really good about themselves and not like embarrassed. Like you said, I know the, the kids yes. will use the word babyish. So I think it's okay to use that word. It's I, Right, right. So they would be like, oh, I'm too embarrassed. But this, they're like, you know, their friends are going to be like, oh, can I read? So because, and the graphic novel, I knew that long ago because of that interest is like everybody wanted the graphic novels everybody's the biggest craze and then they pick them up and there is no way they could read them and it was like oh no even even elephant and piggy which they the uh, there's so many fans of elephant and piggy um out there they but the but the decoding is not always easy right. even though there's yeah. very few words on the page yeah you know my kids would get stuck yeah i agree I think they're yeah. cute books and they're great in their own way, oh, but adorable. you have to have a, quite a bit of reading skill before you can can really read those on your own, unless you've memorized them because someone read it to you. Exactly. And that so, would happen too. That's like, right, with the, with the kids with great memories, like you said, it's like, that's yeah. a, a wonderful thing. And, and you're, you're happy for them that they yeah. memorize it. That's like, yeah, they're happy for them. Yeah, they do. They feel uh -huh. good about it. But this is even better where they've never seen it before. They pick it up, they go sit in a cozy corner and they can just read it to themselves and feel good about it. They can read it in the car. They can read it. You know, they don't, they don't need help and they can feel really good. So it's, I think it's really cool. Um, I love you. Them. Thank you. Thank you. I actually have here, let me share. I have... I do presentations for kids and I'm just like looking at the stuff I share with the kids, but I'll share it with you. This is, I wish I had more, but I don't. I, I tutored a, a child named, um, his name was James. So I actually have one of the books that I did turn into, not with James, with Pat. I did turn it into the first story in, in, in Hot Chips. So let me show, I'll just go through this quickly. So we have, this is James. Oh, and my, my middle guy did illustrate this. My, I have three sons. My middle, the wrestler guy, he did illustrate it. So then I see, I have the pig sat on James. Look at, look at James, I took his head. And these are the things that kids like, oh, he saw his head in the pig, I cut it up. Um, the dog sat on the pig <laughs> and so on and so on and so forth. It gets like, you know, the, the rat sat on the dog 
And this was so much fun. And then the bat sat on the rug. And then the page that they love. James bit the pig and all the animals go flying. And James asked, he goes, oh wait, in one of them, he's like, can I cross that? Oh, he yeah, X'd out the eyes. Look what he did. <laughs> <laughs> is it sure? Go for it, James. Now he has the original. Thank goodness I made a photocopy. And at the end, James is a strong man. <laughs> and um, that is my first story that I used in um, Hot Chips. Same exact thing with um, this is Pat. And then you go through all the animals. And even at the end, she, because I shared that with Mango, I shared my little story. At the end, she even had the strongman picture of, um, of uh, I was going to say James, of Pat being the strongman after he, I mean, it's not so nice. He bit the animal, but whatever. <laughs> Get, this, you know, it's the sillier, the better for them because they think it's funny. And, you know, it's it's a little bit crude that he bit him, but it's it's a silly book. So yeah. I think it's all right. <laughs> yes. Yes. So. Yeah. It's not like it's. It's not realistic that all these things are really piling up on top of Okay, if you ever have a pig sitting on you and then a, what is it, the bat <laughs> is next, or dog, then the dog gets the on dog. you and then the rat gets on you and then the bat gets on that, then you can bite. <laughs> then you could bite, you're allowed to bite the, what did you bite, the pig? I forgot actually. The pig, I think, right? The pig, you bit the pig, yeah. You bit the pig to, yeah, the first animal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> A lot of fun. So I, I just wish I saved my little booklets that I made and I didn't. I gave them out. I don't know what, I don't know what, I, I wish, I just wish I had them because they were so, such good stories in there, but whatever, live and learn. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, it's, you've recreated quite a bit um, and I'm excited to see what you come up with next. Although I, I suspect it'll get a little bit easier for you as you add in more words. Yes, of course, of course. Although I thought that the, um, you know, the two close syllable was syllables was going to make it easier, and it didn't. Ha it didn't help all that much. I really need the magic e, the vowel consonant e. I really need that. And that's yeah. coming. You know, that's yeah. that's coming. But I'm doing the scope and sequence of Wilson. I'm following that to the T um that's awesome so yeah so it's great um, to know for people who are who use that program but also anybody who uses anything Orton Gillingham or phonics based like you're gonna see that it progression all is very similar yeah. in, in many you know, everyone has a slightly different take but it's basically basically yeah it's basically the, the same yeah like I've had I've heard from some companies that they're saying well it follows uh you fly they're like perfect, you know, and they they want them because the the scope and sequence is so much similar. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. So, so, what is your hope for these books now and moving forward? Um, just to uh, you know, as the as the science of reading is growing across the country, structured literacy and people are changing. I'm really hoping to get them into more schools, more libraries. Um, I'm part of a, um, 
an association that just started up. It's called um, the Dakota Book Alliance. And there are about, I think there's about 15 authors in that group. And what they're doing is they're going to um, library conferences, like state library conferences, and setting up a table. And all of our books are are there, you know, just a sample with with the link to where you want to if you want to purchase them or whatnot. So I love the um, how it's going to spread. I, I that I I see it as you know maybe I'm going to become a bestseller. No, not really. I would, I mean, of course, I would love that, but all others like one day I will be famous. No, but I mean, I, I love that it's helping these kids, and I get those awesome little messages. I just got one yesterday from a parent who said that um, it was like the the, the first book that, and I, and I had presented in this child's classroom, and um, it was the first book that he really enjoyed. And he actually, I found out, I didn't know this until yesterday when I um, messaged the parent, um, that he actually slept with the book under his pillow. I'm like, and it's a year later and he still carries it in his backpack. So I'm like, that was like the highest compliment I could ever get that, that, you know, like you really meant something to this child as far as, you know, reading goes. And he, he understood that, wow, I could be successful at something. So that was just so rewarding for me that, that I'll, I, I sent it out to all of my family and I'm like, look at this comment. It's brag your sister again. <laughs> but it's like, it's fun to brag a little bit. I mean, yeah. why not? Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's, it's just, it's just great that those little, those little comments just do a lot for me and make me want to do more and more and more. Yeah. Get it in the hands of those kids. Yeah, absolutely. That is so awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I'm not surprised because yes, they're fun. And I've seen the same thing in so many kids, like they fall in love with something and often they do, they fall in love with a book and then they carry it around everywhere. It's like their little Right. Yeah, those little yes, they're like I can do it. See, yeah, yeah, it's like so. It's like heartwarming. Yeah, yeah, it really is. Well, hopefully, more people have now discovered you through the podcast, and will continue to discover you and spread the word, and get these books for their kiddos, um, because they're just they're cute and they definitely give a lot of confidence. So, yeah, thank oh, you. Thank what you. You're doing. Oh, thank you for having me. I think it's like uh, so wonderful that you're you're doing this and getting the word out. Thank you. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Um, so if somebody wants to buy them, I know I got them on Amazon, but there's other places that have them also. Well, there are bookstores, but you have to order them. They don't really always carry them. You'd have right. to order, like if you go into Barnes and Noble, you could ask for it. And I believe that they only carry the hard copy um at, at the bookstores because there's a company called Ingram Spark okay. that uh that had that made the I had them make the hard covers because Amazon wouldn't do it that's to be a longer book or something like that. But um Amazon um I do have a website um where you could learn more about me. It's um sumarashulo.com which my name is a handful. Someone told me that name has got to go. I'm like, yeah, I get it. So I do have another link that's Pat and Pals, 
okay. decodable graphic novels. Okay. So even though that's a little bit long too, I should have just shortened it to Pat and Pals. But if you Google Pat and Pals, I think that you might come across I'll, my books. I'll have a I link think. below. I'll have a couple of links below so people can can find you. And well, thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate resources. it. Because yeah, remembering it all and typing it all in, it can be challenging, but I'll I'll have it there. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks, Kimberlyn. <laughs> thank you. Is there any last words that you want to share with our audience before we go? I don't think so. Just thank you for, you know, watching. Good luck with your kids. There's a lot of cute decodables out there. Um, not really. Not really. Keep up the good work. Have them read the decodables because they love it. That's how they learn. Yes. So, yeah, that's it. Nothing really. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you so much, Sue. It was a pleasure to have you on. And I look forward to the next books. Great. Thank you so much, Kimberlyn. Have a great day. You too.